0: Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Written in Blood History, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. This almost episode is something of a spin off from my Nikita Khrushchev episodes. I came across this story while doing all the research for Nikita, and I was pretty shocked that something like this could actually happen, but that's history. It's a pretty fascinating story that, luckily, has a happy ending, and it almost didn't. I won't give away too much here, so enjoy this almost episode. The Forgotten Cosmonaut Have you ever been that person that's been forgotten? The kid whose parents forgot to pick them up from school or the takeout order that just never got made. When the Soviet Union collapsed in December of 1991, the government essentially forgot about one citizen. It was easy to forget though because he wasn't even on the planet. Sergei Krakelev was born in Leningrad on August 27, 1958, and he was picked to be a cosmonaut in 1985, and by 1988, he was getting ready to board the Mir space station. The Mir space station was a huge achievement for the Soviet space program, but it wasn't exactly built for comfort. Discover Magazine describes the Mir as follows, Mir had a well-earned reputation as a smelly, noisy place, it was no bigger than a few RVs stacked end-to-end. Dozens of stowaway microorganisms lurked on board, and Mirror had developed a distinct aroma of sweaty men locked in a small house with cognac. The constant racket from the fans and pumps and other machinery was enough to cause hearing loss. End quote. By 1991, Sergei was an experienced cosmonaut aboard the Mirror, and he completed several long stays while in space, and so he was used to the to the smells and bells of the Soviet craft. He had also developed a hobby of communicating with various ham radio operators across his home country, and these operators were able to keep him abreast of uncensored Western news. On this particular mission, several other cosmonauts from the Soviet space program had come and gone, and eventually, Sergei was left aboard the space station alone, waiting for his replacement. But soon, the Soviet Union fell and took the space program with it, The Baikonur Cosmodrome, say that ten times fast, was the only place that a mission could be launched to rescue Sergei. But that was in Kazakhstan, which had just declared independence. On top of this, Russian currency had bottomed out, and the fledgling government simply had no money or equipment to do anything in outer space. Sergei, who was originally supposed to only spend five months orbiting the Earth, was now in space indefinitely, and they basically told him that they didn't have the cash to rescue him. From Sergei, quote, the strongest argument was economic because this allows them to save resources here. They say it's tough for me, not really good for my health. But now, the country is in such difficulty, the chance to save money must be the top priority, end quote. Finally, after 5,000 orbits around the Earth and 311 days in space, Russia had raised the cash and logistics to get the forgotten cosmonaut home. When Sergei returned on March 25, 1992, He was referred to as the last Soviet citizen. The Soviet Union was gone, disintegrated into 15 separate nations, and the town of his birth, Leningrad, had been renamed St. Petersburg. Sergei Krikalev went on to conduct many more space missions, and he's still alive and well, serving as the vice president of a Russian rocket and space company as of the recording of this episode. And while he's famous for being the last Soviet citizen, he bears another distinction. He, in fact became one of the first people to flip on the light switches in 1998 aboard the International Space Station. I hope you enjoyed that little tidbit about Sergey. I couldn't imagine handling that with as much grace as he did, but to each his own. If you're a fan of Written in Blood History, and if you're a fan of what I do here, I would sincerely appreciate you heading over to patreon.com slash writteninbloodhistory and becoming a patron of the show. You can donate any amount of money that suits you, whether it's a dollar or five dollars. All of it is appreciated, and all of it helps me offset the cost of hosting this show, producing this show, and buying research material for all these fantastic people that we do bios on. I really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can reach me at stephen.dejulius at gmail.com or my Twitter handle is at sdejulius or message me on the show Facebook page. I'm very easy to get a hold of there. And so this has been Written in Blood History, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Enjoy it to the fullest. And you'll be hearing from me in 2021. See you later.